This is Chapter 31 of Personal Recollections of Joan of Arc. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Personal Recollections of Joan of Arc by Mark Twain. Volume 2, Book 2, Chapter 31 France Begins to Live Again. Joan had said true. France was on the way to be free. The war, called the Hundred Years' War, was very sick today, sick on its English side, for the very first time since its birth, ninety-one years gone by. Shall we judge battles by the numbers killed and the ruin wrought, or shall we not rather judge them by the results which flowed from them? Anyone will say that a battle is only truly great, or small, according to its results. Yes, anyone will grant that, for it is the truth. Judged by results, Pate's place is with the few supremely great and imposing battles that have been fought since the peoples of the world first resorted to arms for the settlement of their quarrels. So judged, it is even possible that Pate has no peer among that few just mentioned, but stands alone, as the supremest of historic conflicts for when it began france lay gasping out the remnant of an exhausted life her case wholly hopeless in the view of all political physicians when it ended three hours later she was convalescent convalescent and nothing requisite but time and ordinary nursing to bring her back to perfect health the dullest physician of them all could see this and there was none to deny it Many death-sick nations have reached convalescence through a series of battles, a procession of battles, a weary tale of wasting conflicts stretching over years, but only one has reached it in a single day and by a single battle. That nation is France, and that battle, Pate. Remember it and be proud of it, for you are French, and it is the stateliest fact in the long annals of your country. There it stands, with its head in the clouds and when you grow up you will go on pilgrimage to the field of pate and stand uncovered in the presence of what a monument with its head in the clouds yes for all nations in all times have built monuments on their battlefields to keep green the memory of the perishable deed that was wrought there and of the perishable name of him who wrought it and will france neglect pate and joan of arc not for long and will she build a monument scaled to their rank as compared with the world's other fields and heroes perhaps if there be room for it under the arch of the sky but let us look back a little and consider certain strange and impressive facts the hundred years war began in thirteen thirty seven it raged on and on year after year and year after year and at last england stretched france prone with that fearful blow at crecy but she rose and struggled on year after year, and at last again she went down under another devastating blow, Poitiers. She gathered her crippled strength once more, and the war raged on, and on, and still on, year after year, decade after decade. Children were born, grew up, married, died. The war raged on. Their children in turn grew up, married, died. The war raged on. Their children, growing, saw France struck down again, this time under the incredible disaster of Agincourt. And still the war raged on, year after year, and in time these children married in their turn. France was a wreck, a ruin, a desolation. 
the half of it belonged to england with none to dispute or deny the truth the other half belonged to nobody in three months would be flying the english flag the french king was making ready to throw away his crown and flee beyond the seas now came the ignorant country maid out of her remote village and confronted this hoary war this all-consuming conflagration that had swept the land for three generations then began the briefest and most amazing campaign that is recorded in history in seven weeks it was finished in seven weeks she hopelessly crippled that gigantic war that was ninety-one years old at orleans she struck it a staggering blow on the field of pate she broke its back think of it yes one can do that but understand it ah that is another matter none will ever be able to comprehend that stupefying marvel seven weeks with here and there a little bloodshed perhaps the most of it in a, any single fight at pate where the english began six thousand strong and left two thousand dead upon the field it is said and believed that in three battles alone crecy poitiers and agincourt near a hundred thousand frenchmen fell without counting the thousand other fights of that long war the dead of that war make a mournful long list an interminable list of men slain in the field the count goes by tens of thousands of innocent women and children slain by bitter hardship and hunger it goes by that appalling term millions it was an ogre that war an ogre that went about for near a hundred years crunching men and dripping blood from its jaws and with her little hand that child of seventeen struck him down and yonder he lies stretched on the field of pate and will not get up any more while this old world lasts end of chapter thirty one